So we just recorded this whole podcast and, um, or said all of these things and it was not recording. Um, hey everybody, this is Megan Johnson with Wasatch Physical Therapy here today bringing you another episode of the Back to Life podcast. I'm here today with Rusty Jenkins, um, our, one of our physical therapists and the manager of our Leighton Clinic. Um, we're going to talk a little bit today about functional dry needling. I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, Rusty, tell us again how you got into functional dry needling. So <clears throat> I started doing dry needling in 2011 when I lived in Colorado Springs. And shortly after that, I moved to Utah, where Utah didn't have dry needling in their practice act until 2014. Once I moved here, I was in frequent communication with Doppel and the UPTA and trying to help help them see the benefits of integrating that into the Physical Therapy Practice Act. Um, I wasn't a major component in getting that passed. Matt Nelson, who's a therapist in Salt Lake, was absolutely vital in helping getting this to the point where it was able to be passed in 2014. So props to him but uh, I've been using dry needling in my in my uh, practice for 11 years now so a lot of time and experience in using using it and you know what my next question is going to be what is dry needling how does it work so there are a lot of different schools of and ideas of study related to dry needling I took my education and experience in functional dry needling from Kineticore in Colorado and I've done all their classes up to um, advanced dry needling and pelvic floor dry needling. So basically what dry needling does is it helps to create what I call or what uh, Kineticore calls a, a neuromuscular reset. So if you think about when we're in pain or if we're struggling with something, then there's dysfunction in the nerve, the muscle, and the connection with the brain and how the brain perceives threats or all the stimulus that comes in from the rest of the body. So if the brain perceives that there's problems, then the natural tendency for the brain is to lock everything down to make muscles tight and to just kind of protect and guard against anything from the outside world. Well, what dry needling does is it helps us create a stimulus in the nerve and the muscle that sends impulses back to the brain so that the brain can kind of decide or get a reset and say, is what is what going on in that part of the body truly traumatic or causing harm to the tissue or is it just a misfire in the system and so as we do the needling then we follow that up with soft tissue work and especially exercises to help retrain the muscle the nerve all that to be mobile and to be strong but also to get the brain on board so that it doesn't revert back to being dysfunctional we know that if the brains working properly then you shouldn't be in pain with just normal activity and normal movement. And so that's why it's important that you create a stimulus so that the brain can be able to kind of refocus and, and change what's going on long term. 
and go back to being healthy. So that's what dry needling does. It helps create a stimulus in the tissue to give that impulse back to the brain so that we can just kind of recorrect the, the incorrect pattern that's going on. So basically what I'm hearing is dry needling really can be for everyone. I know very few people that don't at least have shoulder knots or some sort of area of their body that is consistently bothering them because of where they hold their stress, you know, or, um, you know, women having a lot of hip pain associated with menstruation or different things. Um, so what are the most common things that you see that you treat? How or why should most people come in and get dry needled? So that's a great question. I mean, everybody that has pain with an activity or a movement that is not causing tissue trauma or damage could potentially benefit from the use of dry needling. You know, when our brain gets to the point where the alarm system is set so low that anything you do, uh, your brain perceives that as painful and locks things down, that's not normal. And so if anybody has pain with just normal movement, then I would definitely recommend trying dry needling to see if we can just kind of reset that dysfunctional pattern in the brain. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what about headaches? How do you dry needle for people that have um, migraines or headaches? Where do you put the needles? How does that work? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. That's a common thing, right? For sure. Headaches, neck and pain. And from what I understand, it seems to be the thing that dry needling is the best at fixing. So I see a lot of success with pretty much everywhere from head mm. to toe mm -hmm. with dry needling. Headaches is a, is a common problem because a lot of people have multiple headaches throughout the week and they haven't had really any success with taking medication or any other treatments. So. Basically what you're doing with dry needling is the muscles that help stabilize the head on the neck sometimes get fatigued and tight. And as we do more and more with computer screens and phone screens and having our head down in a flex position all the time, then those muscles that help hold the head up, they can get overstretched, they can become tight and easily fatigued, especially with the weight of your head and that can cause referral headache pain. So a lot of the times when people have an ice pick headache in their eye or just general pain at the base of their skull or just whole head headaches, a lot of the time the muscles that are trying to just kind of stabilize your head and keep your eyes on the horizontal so that you can take in everything that the world is showing you they become dysfunctional. And so the same idea with the neuromuscular reset mm -hmm. comes back into play is if the muscles are chronically tight, then you wanna be able to get them to the point where they're, they can move, they can tolerate repetitious stretch and load without causing referral pain. And so all those muscles that go up your neck, that are around your shoulders and at the base of your skull, those are the muscles that we tend to needle to try and get rid of headache pain. Great. Um, why should someone not be afraid to come in to get dry needled? 
A lot of people have uh, anxiety or a complete aversion to needles in any form. Mm -hmm. And so that's understandable. You know, those patients that just can't get over that, then this is definitely not something for them. But most patients, when they have chronic pain, even though they might have a needle aversion or don't like them, they're just to the point where they want something to help relieve their pain. And most patients that have that struggle with the needle, if they try dry needling, they're usually okay with the needle because they realize that the needle is so small and it's not a cutting needle so you don't really bleed. And it's just kind of, it, it changes your pain to muscle soreness for a day or two, which muscle soreness is definitely a welcome change when you're in constant pain. Yes. So, so my recommendation to people is the needle is so small, it's, you can only, you can start with just a few needles if you want to, just kind of see if you'll tolerate the treatment. But I'll tell you that the benefits that can come from dry needling just astronomically exceed the potential anxiety that can come with just a few needles in the places that you need them. Yes, I absolutely agree. I have personally experienced it. Um, and then probably your favorite question, and probably the one you get the most often, how is dry needling different from acupuncture? How are they similar? How are they different? So really, the similarity is just the needle. It's the same tool, but why you use the tool, how you use the tool, what you do after using the tool, and all the follow-up and understanding of what the needle does is completely different. So. With a lot of the classes, they've had actual acupuncturists take the dry needling courses and pretty much all of them come back and say, yeah, this is different than acupuncture. If they're honest, mm -hmm. then they'll say it's different. And patients absolutely can tell the difference between acupuncture and dry needling. So it's, even though on the surface it looks the same, the whole use of it and what we do after and what we believe happens with the needle is different. Awesome. All right, well, thank you, Rusty. If you would like to get dry needled by Rusty, you can come to our Layton Clinic. Um, give us a call. I'll leave the number in the um, episode description. Rusty is one of the best um, dry needling specialists in the state of Utah, so I'm sure he would love to help you if you've been in pain and don't see a way out. This could be a new thing to try out to help you get rid of and alleviate some of your pain. Um, and if you have any questions, you can come see Rusty for a free consultation. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. So give us a call. Thanks, Rusty. Thanks, Megan.